Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Dictionary of Moments. My name is Jason Geary. I'm your host, your author and your reader. Sit back, relax, let's read some stories. Folk, it is me, Jason, back again, episode 51. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, and you've just listened to episode 50, you will not know that I have just taken a three-month hiatus from the dictionary to write a book. Uh, I'm happy to say that the book is out in the world uh, and you can purchase it. It is called Lost and Found Magical Stories from Melbourne, and it is a collection of short stories, uh, longer than the dictionary stories, but a collection of short stories, uh, magical realism stories set in and around wonderful places in Melbourne. When the COVID hit, uh, I got a grant to write a book, uh, and uh, now uh, it is done. So uh, I will put a link to that book uh, where you can purchase that book in the show notes of this podcast. Um, I do hope that you get a chance to give it a read, uh, pop your feedback on the Facebook page. Uh, there is a Facebook page for the book as well, Lost and Found Magical Stories from Melbourne. If you give that a like, that would be amazing. But we're back to the dictionary. What is the dictionary? Well, I am trying to write a dictionary's worth of super short stories, moments from stories, um, where you look up a word and not only find the meaning, but find a short story inspired by it. So I have three new stories for you today uh, and let's get into them. Posture, noun. The position in which someone holds their body when standing or sitting. Posture. It wasn't much. Just a tiny shift in the way she was sitting. Her shoulder was rounded down slightly away from him. He knew something was wrong. Are you okay? He was fishing for some sort of response, looking closely for more subtle cues in her movement. She never gave up much when she was in a mood like this. Yeah, I'm fine. She wasn't. He walked around in front of her, trying to get into her line of sight. Another shift, not so subtle this time. An effort to avoid eye contact. Wow. This was a new level of discomfort. Are you sure? Because you're acting a little... What? Her head snapped and her eyes locked onto his. Tell me, Michael. Please tell me how I'm acting. Oh, shit. In the split second that followed, he replayed everything he'd done in the last five days. Had he missed something to make her this angry all of a sudden? She glared at him. He finished his theoretical diagnosis. No, nothing. 
He'd been a model boyfriend. His gut sank as the realisation set in. You're acting strange, I guess, a little distance. Uh, Have I done something wrong? He knew that he hadn't. She began to cry. Shit. From rage to sadness in record time, this is bad. No, I... No, you haven't done anything wrong. Silence. Okay. Then why all this? Are you okay? I kissed Martin. Last night, I... We kissed... Martin. My best mate. I felt my shoulders roll. She noticed. I tried to stand up straight, to hold myself above it all, to forgive, to forget but my body wanted to fall. I met the heft of my impending collapse with all the strength I could. What resulted was a kind of a slouch you might see on a teenager being berated by their parents, a slouch that signalled resignation and defeat. Uh, okay. Um, was all I could manage. Are you mad? I, I guess, I mean, I... I will be. Right now, I just can't really think about how to be mad. She looked at me and said through an increasing flow of tears, I want to break up. I don't want to be with anyone. Not you, not Martin. I just just need some space. I felt my body get heavier. As soon as she stopped speaking, she rolled her shoulder away from me again. We remained there in silence. A sad, still life of a relationship gone south. Architecture. Noun. The art or practice of designing and constructing buildings. I wander down the side of the Duomo in wonder. I pick the perfect time to come dusk, rain, wind, all the ingredients to keep all but the most die-hard one-day-only tourists away. It's mainly local traffic and I. Milanese and I. Now that I've been here for three weeks, I feel like a local anyway. I have my favourite coffee spot nearby, just behind the cathedral, on Via San Clemente. It's a hole in the wall, great joint for a quick espresso, which is enough to warm me up on this evening. I get my coffee and I'm on my way back to the church. I can't get enough of this place. A building that took six centuries to build. I look at the hundreds of statues on the outside of the building and I wonder what it would be like to begin a job that you know will outlive you. To start something that, even if you lived your longest life, you'd never see the finish of. Six centuries of craftspeople have laid their hands on this building, all towards the common goal of creating a cathedral unlike any other. Knowing that no one will know your name but admire your work for centuries to come is a noble, selfless legacy. I'm sure that over the course of those six centuries, not everyone who worked on the cathedral was concerned with legacy. I'm sure they would have been slave labour use, communities coerced or contracted by the church and royal families to provide for the Duomo. 
a building like this does not come about without countless instances of sacrifice over centuries. But this is what I love about a building that speaks to you. Be it a palace, a chalet, a cathedral, a skyscraper, anything, great buildings cannot be ignored. Great buildings spark the imagination. King Kong didn't climb the Empire State Building for no reason. He climbed it because it sparked the imagination of Kong's creators. As I sit opposite the cathedral, my mind wanders to the many hundreds of thousands of stories that must have played out around it, inside it, beneath it. I think of the old adage, if these walls could talk. (laughs) If they could, I would happily sit down and listen for days, years on end to the stories that this place could tell. Great architecture inspires the imagination. I wonder if those who laid the first stones in 1386 knew that some 700 years later, people from around the world, countries that hadn't even been born yet, would come to Milan and look upon their work and dream. I touch the wall and I feel connected to every story that has ever been told here. Return. Verb. To give, put, or send something back to a place or person. Return. I was nervous. I mean, what if Emily was working today? I kind of hoped. I I was dressed okay. I mean, jeans, check shirt, vans. I'd skated to the video store, so I had a slight sheen of sweat across my forehead. I love this place. It wasn't the bustling video shop it used to be now that Blockbuster Video had opened down the block but you'd never find me renting from that behemoth. No way. I had morals, principles, and also Emily didn't work there. Emily and I were an almost. She changed schools at the start of the year. Her parents were right to shift her schools. I mean, my school's a shithole. It was something about her mum wanting her to go to a better school for her senior years. Now she was a Gosford girl, socially elevated by association out of my league. Gosford girls don't go out with Piedmont high guys. It's a fact. Even if they didn't almost kind of have a thing before they went there. I took off my backpack and dug through for the video I had to return. Three men and a baby. I liked it. It was funny. It was charming. I'd rented it again to see if the stories were true about the dead kid in the window in the background of the shot. I pushed open the door and I, I leaned my skate deck against the inside wall. The hollow clunk of the wheels on plaster got the attention of the girl behind the counter who was right in the middle of saying, be kind, rewind, to a woman going out the security gates before the exit. It was Emily. She was working. Wow. I can tell you how she looked. I could could tell you what she sounded like, but I don't have to. I can sum her up in two words. Effortlessly cool. Right? You get it. That was Emily. I dropped the video in the return shoot and smiled. She smiled back. Then she dipped out of sight and popped up just as quickly, this time with three men a baby in her hand. She didn't even skip a beat. Did you see the dead kid? She asked. I blushed. Was I that transparent? 
Ah, uh, no, no, the tape was all janky in that spot. I couldn't see much. Yeah, too many people pausing it there, she said. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> you ruin a good movie, I said. Good, she laughed at me. I mean, you know, it's 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 watchable. That bit where they, they sing is good. Uh, I, I have a copy that isn't ruined at my place. Dad pirates all of the videos before we put them on the shelves. You want to come over and watch it sometime? I blushed. Did she just ask me out? Like 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 a bunch of us, like a like a movie party, I asked. No, just you and me. I don't like those stuck up Gosford bitches. Oh yeah, cool, cool. Just us. Yeah, c- cool. When? Well, I finish here ten thirty on Saturday night. Meet me here, walk me home. Oh yeah, cool, cool. I was blushing. She could tell. I backed down the corridor towards the door. I tripped on my skateboard, which I gathered clumsily. Bring some spare underpants. She laughed. I blushed harder. My mind racing. Uh, undies. Yep. Why would I need undies? What were we gonna do? Why would I need undies? I was horrified to find myself asking that question aloud. Because um, of the ghost in the movie, you'll shit yourself. Oh, uh, will not. I wondered if she saw through me. Shitting myself was the last reason I thought I might need to bring new undies. I, I tried to break the awkwardness. You bring undies because I had nothing. I stopped talking altogether and I bumbled out of the entrance. She smiled at me as I did. stories for you back into the swing of the dictionary we'll have a new episode for you uh every week uh from now through christmas i'm sure uh so uh keep an eye out at the towards the end of every week for the new uh podcast release schedule i'm going to try to get them out on fridays or saturday mornings so you can enjoy them on the weekend you can find the link to my book in the show notes of this podcast you can purchase it Pay what you feel uh, from $1 to $20. You can also go to Patreon. Uh, there's a link in the show notes there and sponsor this podcast uh, for a regular monthly sum uh, to help keep it live and online. To those patrons who have stuck with me over the break, thank you so much. Uh, I'm glad to be back at the dictionary and I will resume uh, your patronage as of the end of this month. Uh, thank you all. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. So, yeah. Follow you blindly, my eyes.